You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hello, everybody. Happy holidays. Hope you're all having a good Christmas holiday. You're spending time around the old Yule log and 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 chatting with your family about politics. What are people doing Christmas? What do I do on Christmas? Uh, I'm probably driving 13 hours to Maryland right now. I'm sure Scotty is uh, watching some Joshi match. Um, so the no new episode this week, uh, we sort of talked about that last week. Well, we'll we will be back next week talking about uh, Wrestle Kingdom, previewing Wrestle Kingdom. We have a special guest for next week as well. Another guest, I know. We're what are we full of friends? Um, but we'll be back next week all for an all new episode. But we figured for this week, since we don't have any new, uh, you know, we're busy with Christmas and I'm away from my computer and all this other jazz, that we figured we will release for free on the uh, audio feed here. Episode two of our Patreon show, Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. Uh, if you've never seen the show or heard the show or for whatever reason missed us talking about it, basically, it's a bunch of matches that I have never seen before. Some matches that Scotty has never been seen before, but the main criteria is I've never seen any of these matches. Uh, so for episode two, what we are, what this audio is going to be is us live reacting to the famous five-star classic, the Money in Bank, Money in the Bank 2011 match between John Cena and one CM Punk. Um, so it is, I think in the, in the episode, we, you know, say that you can watch this on Peacock and everything. And there's a, we, you know, we, we point out when we're starting it. So if you want to watch along, obviously you can watch it on Peacock. I'm sure you can find ways to watch it somewhere else. Um, but it is episode two. It's audio only. Obviously, if you want to watch us, the video version of this, it's up on patreon.com forward slash count pod along with the other nine episodes of Ryan hasn't seen anything. And if you like the show, if you like to listen to the audio of it, um, and you want to watch the rest of the series, want to go check out the Patreon. Patreon.com. Again, patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Um, you can watch all these episodes on the $5 tier. So for $5, you can watch 10 episodes of Scotty and I, or mainly me, blind reacting to wrestling matches. So definitely go check that out. Uh, I think it's highly worth it. We're also going to be coming back at some point. I think when I come back from Christmas, we're going to start recording season two of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. Um, We got some matches already picked out for that. Um, So we're excited about that as well. But so if you want to get an an early head start, uh, jump into the new year, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Again, it's on patreon.com forward slash count pod if you like it. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. So as a, Christmas treat as a holiday treat. Here is episode two of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything from the Count Out Patreon. And uh, again, we'll see you all next week. Until then, enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome, welcome! Thanks for for thanks for joining us on this another another episode of Scotty. What are, what are we calling this thing? 
Uh, Ryan doesn't know. Ryan's never watched anything in his life. I believe this is the second episode where Scotty screws up the title. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's in the same order when this will come out, but just know that the at this point in time, the running tally is two episodes. Yeah, just know I don't know the title. I just <laughs> I'm just here to watch wrestling, mm-hmm. which is mostly my existence, so it's okay. Yeah, and I guess that's fair. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, thank you for being Patreon subscribers. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and yes, today's show is Ryan hasn't seen anything. Uh, and today's topic is none other than uh, Money in the Bank 2011 of CM Punk versus John Cena. That's right. I've never seen this match before in my goddamn life. Uh, and now we're going to see it together, Scotty. You know, that hurts me a little. <laughs> that, it does. Which part? That we're singing, you know, we, that we're singing we have together? We a podcast or together. It? Yeah. No, we have a podcast together. And you haven't seen, like, the match that, like, made sure I stayed a wrestling fan my entire life? Yeah. Like, that's that was this match. Because I remember around 2011, I was like, eh, you know, it was, it was a good run. It was a good run. And then the CM Punk stuff happened, the pipe bomb, then this match. And I was like, oh, I really love this again. Mm-hmm. And I just never let it go, and I never looked back. And now look at me—I'm here about to review it with you on a Patreon. Yeah, that is that is the world we live in now. But I'm excited because I, I think I think everyone's got a clue of how much I how much this match means to me. So I'm very excited to experience it in a coverage way. I watch it once a year, Ryan. I watch this match once a year. Well, I'm glad you're doing that, that that once a year with me today. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I don't actually think I watched it yet, so this is actually perfect. <laughs> perfect. There we go. You wanted old content? Here we go. Old wrestling content, baby. Yeah, I. So when this match happened, I was watching wrestling actively at the time. I watched. I didn't never. I never watched like Monday Night Raw and everything live. What we did is we DVR'd everything, and I watched the next morning during breakfast. Sure. Um. So I, you know, basically in real time, I experienced uh, these builds, experienced the builds to the show. <laughs> I just didn't watch the pay-per-views. Except I never watched pay-per-views. I, when I was watching wrestling, I basically, I was, you know, I was still in, I was still a kid basically, right? Yeah. So, um, you, know, you know, I wasn't well, one. I was definitely a kid, so. Yeah, and these, <laughs> if you were a kid, I was certainly a kid. Uh, and if like, so this, this, the thing about this is, is that, you know, I'm a kid, so I'm not ordering yeah. these pay-per-views. I would have to ask my parents to dole out mm-hmm. 50, 60 bucks Those for these shows. The and, uh, I never did that because the answer was always no. So I never watched <laughs> pay-per-views. I think the only pay-per-views I watched was when friends and I would get together, put money into a pot and be like, let's all watch WrestleMania or let's all watch mm. the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, we do that you want to hear my years. journey of how this worked when I was younger? Sure. So, um, I could only so my dad was always cool with getting to watch the big ones. So I could always watch the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Could always watch WrestleMania, um, SummerSlam, and I think back then it was still Survivor Series. Yeah. At this point, I think Survivor Series still counted. Um, but I remember vividly for this show. I said, can we please get it? Yeah. Just because the, the, the excitement going into it, uh, the story itself, and my mom and dad had said yes. 
got got paid that money out you know i i think i probably ended up giving them like i don't know some birthday money or something to make sure i could watch this yeah uh and and mostly because i love the money in the bank match back then especially because like it still had some meaning to it i think this was the second pay-per-view yep of it so like it didn't lose any of its luster money in the bank was still really cool getting to watch those matches but then you had such a great main event so it was like oh this is kind of like a big one it's funny because now we consider money in the bank as like their fifth biggest pay-per-view maybe their fourth actually over survivor series yeah um but yeah i i didn't have to necessarily fight for it but i was like can we please get this one i never saw any other money in the bank until the network came out like show wise like money in the bank show Mm mm-hmm uh, but this was the one, and I can just say I'm very happy I watched it because I'll never forget the feeling I have when watching it. You know, it's funny. Uh, we're recording this around the time that I did the stupid, like, give me one like uh, post matches that are my favorites, and this was the first one I posted because I was like, all right, well, let's get this out of the way because it's the one. This is my de facto favorite match of all time, mostly because I don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. It's an easy <laughs> like, answer. I don't, like if I if someone's like you have to have an answer I'm like well not really but this is the one I remember from when I was a kid yeah or when I was younger that I just loved because I, when I was younger I only watched WWE I watched TNA like maybe five times on yeah. one hand like maybe five times never pay per view or anything so it was always this one um, obviously I have now I have new matches now that I can name as my favorite but this is probably my de facto like if I have to give you an answer um, yeah so. Very excited because I think this is one of the best matches in WWE. Eh, I think it is the best match in WWE history. What am I kidding? Come on. Now. Do you think this match is on par with Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins? Uh, it's better than Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. In the cell? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Cell, WrestleMania, WrestleMania backlash, uh, in the parking lot, at the hospital. It doesn't matter. It, it was, it was a, it was a, match that you kind of have to just feel if you know the story going in which by the i know you do mm-hmm. obviously i think everyone knows and then you just witness the show itself it's an amazing amazing time because it's just like so surreal yeah of course they ruined it like right after but but up until this point it was perfect this was yeah the build i rem- like i said i was watching the television so the build to this i, rem- I remember being super excited like I never watched the pay-per-views, but I was like, not the boards, but there was like a wrestling app, like wrestling news site that had uh, an app that I would be able to read the articles oh, off cool. it. I have no idea what that website was called. I have no memory. Maybe R. I can R. look P. it up at some site? point. And I think the website still exists. I just, I just don't know who it was. Oh. Um, but I would like read all the articles and like read stuff immediately and be like, oh, whatever. Um, and I was just super into this stuff, and I was so I was like I was glued to it to see the results of this. And I remember being very excited about the summer, the summer. Yeah. I remember very excited seeing the the championship belt in the fridge. I remember all these oh, yeah. things, and I was just like I remember so much of this. Um, we'll yeah. we'll watch Money in the Bank, July seventeenth, twenty eleven. That's the date. Uh, Scotty, I have the I have the card and the poster in front of me. Can you tell me who is on the poster for this pay per view? Big Show and Hornswoggle. Correct Amundo. Did you know that off the top of your head, or did you look that? Yes, up? yes. I'll never forget it because <laughs> I just said I watch this every year, and you always see the poster for these shows when you go back to watch it on whether it was the network or mm-hmm. Peacock. Now, 
Um, and I always remember where's Big Show and Hornswoggle because this was like one of their biggest pay per views ever, and this was the freaking poster they decided. On. Yep, it's a wild decision. I have the card. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to ask you to na- do trivia for it, except for two matches. But uh, otherwise, here's the card that we had in front of us. It was the the Dark Show match, which was Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov defeating the new Nexus, David Otunga and Michael McGillicuddy. We walk alone. The I don't know the rest of the song. We have the SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match for a World Heavyweight Championship contract. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Heath Slater, Daniel Bryan, Justin Gabriel, Kane, Sin Cara, Sheamus, and Wade Barrett. Who won that match? Daniel Bryan. Correct, Amundo. The <laughs> WWE Devils Championship match, Kelly Kelly defeated Brie Bella. Wow. What a match. What a, what a match. What a five-minute sure five match. Five-minute match. Went too long. Uh, singles match, Mark Henry defeated Big Show. Beat the poster boy. Big, big, big win. <laughs> Beat the poster boy. This was on his. This was his Hall of Pain period, actually. Yes, it was his Hall of Pain. Period. This was when Mark Henry was actually beast. Yeah, he was a beast mode incarnate. Can we also real is... quickly talk about that Money in the Bank ladder match? Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, Kane, Sin Cara, Sheamus, Wade Barrett, Cody Rhodes, Daniel Bryan. What a lineup oh, of stars! Bad. What a oh, lineup of stars! I just want to point out how. Uh, you know, everyone talks about this match, and this is actually a match I'll go back. Did you ever watch Randy Orton versus Christian? I fe- I've seen the over the limit match, not this one. Uh, the SummerSlam? No, the SummerSlam one. Was it SummerSlam? I thought it was over the yeah. limit. They had three really good ones, but the think- SummerSlam one was like the no holds barred one. That's what I've seen. I think. Oh, okay, great rivalry. Great rivalry during this time that I think people forget about. Uh, uh, the next match was the Raw Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, can you tell me who won that one? Alberto Del Rio. That's correct. He defeated <laughs> Alex Riley, uh, Evan Bourne, Jack Swagger, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, R Truth, and Rey Mysterio. A little bit Real better. barn burner there. A little bit better of a lineup, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, Christian versus Randy Orton. Uh, uh that was great. The the <laughs> Christian defeated Randy Orton by disqualification. It was a singles mm-hmm. match for the World Heavyweight Championship. If Orton was disqualified or if there was poor officiating, Orton would lose the title. Don't know what yeah. poor officiating means. but Yeah, Christian during that time was on his shit. Uh, he was uh, absolutely on his shit. And then, of course, we have the main event, which was CM Punk versus John Cena, which is what we're watching today. Scotty, are you ready? I'm ready. Just tell me when to press play. All right, let's press play in three, two, one. Get the CM Punk chance. This is where is this building? I, that's the one tidbit I didn't have ready for me. All State Arena. In yeah, Chicago. All State Arena. Yeah, it's Chicago, Illinois. So All State Arena. Dude, I know way too much about this. <laughs> You're this is this is all, you, like, you, you like you said all time match. Yeah, and he's coming out to the uh, Nexus because he's the leader of the Nexus at the CM time. Punk, CM Punk's been my favorite favorite all-time wrestler forever so it's like i don't remember the big moment he has this is the debut of the greatest shirt ever you can only get this shirt that night with the date on it mm-hmm. you can only get it there that night special shirt just like the uh one he had when he came back it should be that said is- like they oh i forgot the old music for cm punk uh Spawn was a banger they nailed this yeah. This angle, WWE nailed this mm-hmm. angle. 
I mean, you still get chills watching the entrance. Just the pop alone. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry and Cole were actually fantastic for this match because Punk, you know, you have Punk saying, I'm leaving, mm-hmm. right? I'm leaving with your title. So they have to be against him. Yeah. And, oh, man, chills. Punk loses, we riot. There was, there's nothing like this crowd now. Yeah, we just came off of Okada showing up on Dynamite. That was a phenomenal pop. That's not a, that's not this pop. The only pop that has touched this is the return pop for CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, in a bigger a in, a, in a bigger building this than this, yeah. right? Yeah, the United Center, which of course is the home of Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. which we have already seen by now, if you're listening to this. <laughs> it was hopefully good. <laughs> oh, man. This is also... So he, at this point, CM Punk, storyline-wise, the leader of the new Nexus. And if I, mm. if I do recall, and I, you can't really see it, but I believe he's not wearing a Nexus armband during this match. This is when he was done. Yeah, they just forgot about it after this. Yeah. They converted all of the Nexus energy into this storyline, into this character, like because because the Nexus was anti-authority, so they flooded all of that anti-authority stuff into CM Punk at this moment, and Nexus were now officially dead, still happening. The Nexus is out there, the core is out there, uh, but they're yeah. basically officially dead at this point. They sacrificed the Nexus. Yeah. Multiple times and officially killed. Like, listen to this. Oh, Ring of Honor hat. There we go. Look at that old school logo. I think Cole Cabana. Yeah, Cole Cabana's in the front row back then when they were friends. Is that true? Where where was he? Uh, You'll see him later. They'll show you. He's talking to him right now. He's talking to him and his family right now. Look at this, like, little kid biting on his teeth with John Cena hat. <laughs> freaking out. He's freaking out. He's like, oh, no. He's like, ah, shit. Look at that stage. That was actually creative for them. The ladder truss. God. See? Okay. Cole Cabana was to the left. You, you, you couldn't see him, though. You can never see Cole Cabana. They got the ice cream bars. <laughs> He never got those, I don't think. Which is kind of bullshit. The ice cream I had bars? the I had the ice cream bar CM Punk shirt when I was little. <laughs> like, that they came out with after this. I think it's funny that they never did actually did the ice cream bars, they just did the uh the t-shirt. Oh my god, it's Hugo. Hugo. The guy that yells on AAA. <laughs> oh, I'll take your word for it. I didn't see it. Like, oh, in the crowd? In the crowd? No, he's he's he was uh still uh their Spanish commentary guy. This oh, this is the best John Cena entrance. All serious. Yeah, he that man never wears the belt like that. No. This is all serious, John Cena. He's not here to play. He understands. This is the... like perfect timing for me because I was John Cena. John Cena was my number one guy when I came into wrestling. Now he's fighting against the guy that was now my number one. But yeah, these two are the best. Love them. <laughs> hey, hey, did you see Cole Cabana? Oh, there he is. I see his nose and his chin. 
There he is. Hey, Cocabana, how you doing? Hey, okay, yo, it's Cocabana over here. Is this my Cocabana accent? Well, now we definitely will not see him. Oh, does anyone remember what? This is a trivia question for the uh, for the fans here that are listening. Does anyone remember what was the first colorful, colorful shirt for John Cena? Was it the orange one? <laughs> like you're not orange. you're not counting the camo. No, I'm not counting camo. I'm not counting the black shirts. It's when he went full like color based shirts. Mm. Yeah, because did you did he did camo for a bit and then he did black yeah. for a bit. I think he went. I think he went orange, purple, red. No, I think purple was purple was, was out red. by then because I see people wearing purple. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> Very good point. I when I classic John Cena to me is red. His red shirt. Yeah, that's her. That's well, because when I saw the red shirt, I was like, oh, this was the first shirt. And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's not. I see other colorful hats in the stands. Mm-hmm. A lot of John Cena shirts. Frank the Clown. It is Frank the Clown. He's doing the gimmick back <laughs> here. God damn, man. Born to the gimmick, baby. Look at the super Cena guy in the front row that just is hilarious. Frank the Clown again. <laughs> can't believe Frank the Clown is doing the gimmick back in 2011. Now he's now he's like a manager. <laughs> God dang. Oh, look at these raw graphics. Oh, man. Scott Armstrong. Here we go, baby. Look at the guns on Scott, Arm- Scott Armstrong. Yeah, ring off the names. Sage Ender Mahal. I know it wasn't happening back then, but that did end up eventually happen. So just want just want to ruin their day a little bit. You know, it's it's this kind of match with that. It's like if w, WWE can do these things, they just don't mm-hmm. always do them, right? They don't usually do them at all now. <laughs> no. Well, no. <laughs> But it's like it's like then like bringing up the lineage and the history in a very mm. like this match feels like a big fight feel legit. This was before Cody versus Seth Rollins. This is the last Melter five star match of WWE's main roster career run, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we get a lock up? There it is. Booker T is on commentary. Oh, man. Shout out Booker T. Shucky ducky quack quack. The crowd is just super into CM Punk. Constant chance. Con- booing. Boo is raining down on the Cena. This was when Cena didn't wear his own brand of sneakers yet. He was still wearing Jordans. Very important. Very important. (laughs) 
It's a weird looking kick. <laughs> to be honest. Two stars. <laughs> two, <laughs> two stars. <laughs> This is a weird match to watch back for me, like getting recorded because I've watched it so many times. Like watching the Omega Okada one, it was like, okay, well, I've only watched this maybe twice. So it's like, I'm still going to remember things. From this, I'm just like, I remember every single bit of this damn match. Yeah. I know. How many times do you think you've seen this? Cena watching his Shuri tapes. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's he's watching his he's watching his Kushida takes here. <laughs> a really, by the way, really poor double double wrist lock. Hey 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 now hey now I, I don't count on Cena to just go out there and work on the wrist lock. Very very poor form. It wasn't even touching his other wrist. Minus half star. <laughs> Bad wrist lock. Uh, yeah, gotta write that one down. Well, that's like the thing about John Cena is that John Cena is not like the best most technical wrestler you know no no and because and that, that's the thing is that you know you, you compare him to like hulk hogan or any of those other guys it's like you know hulk hogan wasn't like the best technical wrestler either claudio well to, to be fair hulk hogan wasn't good at a lot of things but yes yeah yes but that's what i mean is like what what makes john cena great is not necessarily his wrestling acumen Mm. He's not Brian Danielson. He's not CM Punk. He's not. Oh yeah, this is Okada. very much the opposite of watching Kenny versus Okada in many ways. Yeah. Still going the slow start though. They know for a fact that uh, we're going the distance here. Oh yeah. I wonder how many matches were longer than this one since then. Well, this match was like what thirty, forty something. Yeah. Well, I mean, WWE matches barely go that long. That's my point. Like, I probably you could probably count on like probably like twenty, maybe not counting NXT. NXT doesn't count. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you're talking about like singles title matches. Yeah. Or I guess maybe just singles matches. <sighs> Beautiful. Does, who doesn't love them? Some you know headlocks. Headlocks. You know, you know what just- I also love there, right, right, right at that moment. Keeping it in the ring, John Cena could have easily gone out of the ring and just like taken the breather, but they've they decided to structure it as like, no, we're staying in the ring for a bit. I don't know if they ever go. Obviously, I've never seen the match. I don't know if they ever go outside, but that was one of the reasons why I like that one AJ Styles John Cena match is that they never went outside. There's multiple. Yeah, multiple times they go outside. Uh, I think it was the first one. SummerSlam one. Yeah, I think it was the first. First AJ Styles match where they just never went outside and always kept the match inside. I always preferred the SummerSlam one. Yeah, that one. I also only remember the SummerSlam one. I just know John Cena hit like 15 attitude adjustments in the last one. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Also, debatably, the last time AJ Styles was good (laughs) against John Cena. You get shot by someone that listens to this. How dare you? How dare you shoot at AJ Styles? Well, listen, tell him to have a good match. He had a good match with John Cena, but he didn't have a great match with Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe. Must I continue? 
Ryan says no. He doesn't need me to continue. Sorry, I'm watching the match. I like John Cena's facial expressions here as well. Like, 100% knowing that he he's a fish out of water. Mm. What's very funny about this? Punk would be announced for the video game cover. What had was it the, this year? Yeah, because he was on WWE twelve. Yes, and it was, it was after fun. he came back. Yeah. Well, yes. I remember them doing a whole thing about it because it, it was going to be. It was a whole thing about it was like, oh, it was gonna be John Laurinaitis, and then it was like, no, CM Punk or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they had a whole cover that had John Laurinaitis on it, I think. I think they both had this attire in that very game. Yeah, probably. Oof. Oof. <laughs> that lariat. That King Kong lariat from John Cena. God, John Cena is just too big. He's just he's just too big. Too big. Like, calm down, man. It's so funny because he's so much smaller now. I look a little. Yeah, yeah. You're ripped. right. You're right. He is a little smaller now. He's not as blown. He's not as bubbled. Yeah, because he doesn't need to be. He just needs to look good. You know, he yeah. doesn't actually have to be strong. Yeah. Sam Punk looks exactly the same. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, just longer beard and uh, yeah. some a little, little more gray in the beard. If anything, I, I mean, maybe a little less tan, maybe that's it. More tattoos. <laughs> looks, he looks real tan. Yeah, he definitely has more tattoos. Yeah, it looks real tan here, though. Let's go, Cena. Damn it, Ryan. What, huh? I was channeling, let's oh, go, Cena. John Cena, Cena, John Cena channeling his inner Bret Hart. <laughs> Classic. That's the tale to a great match in the Dave Meltzer list because Bret Hart has, like, what, one five-star match? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Is that true? What was it again? Was was this one of the most anticipated matches in history? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Cole actually didn't lie for once. Do you think? Um, what was? Well, I forgot what my question was. Oh, crap! What was it? Oh, uh, I would love to know what matches they watched to prepare for this if they watched anything. You know what I mean? Like like they I'm did sure Punk did. Yeah. Like, you know, John Cena doing that little Bret Hart turnbuckle bump. Mm. So I was wondering like I wonder like if they watched or like they're trying to emulate some bits from anything. Cause I because like, you know, CM Punk obviously well documented historian. And uh Honestly, I don't know how much of a historian John Cena is. <laughs> Certainly is, but you know, to what extent? Yeah. That's my question. Cena's an interesting one. I would, he's like 
kind of a big time case study because he was cho- he was chosen as a guy, and you know some people don't like him, but obviously he loved doing this. Oh, hold on, I... hold on, one ring, one winged angel. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Ah, taking it to the outside. There we go. You got you out of the ring. Got you out of the ring. And it came from it came from CM Punk dumping it out to get a to get a breather. How dare he? Little, little cheap, cheap, cheap action there. He's a cheapy peepee. Hey, it's Cole Cabana. Ha <laughs> ha, the raw general manager. That's when he was still a, oh my God, he was a laptop. It's crazy that this match happened in, in such a dumb period of WWE. <laughs> They had two of their best feuds of like the past decade <laughs> during this time. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's crazy to really think about it. That camera guy is way too close. You would not have to be that close. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. This is young Ryan. Cena sucks. I don't think I was ever like a big Cena guy growing up. I really liked punk. I really liked punk. I don't really think I was ever like a big Cena guy. Like I, I enjoyed him, but I don't think he was ever my guy, you know? So at this point in time, I certainly was part of the Cena sex chant. How dare you? Oh, I like the shout out to the Juggalo Nation, by the way. Shout out to the Juggalos <laughs> in the crowd, always representing. You don't really see Juggalos out in the wild like this anymore. <laughs> Booker T's going in on himself. Trying to focus on the match, I just hear Booker T like, "I want every title except for this one." <laughs> Why do you not want this one, Booker? What are you talking about? I don't. Uh, I don't need it. It's so prestigious that I never want it. Oh, okay, Booker. Commentary is doing a good job though of like hyping up that the, how important this title is. CM Punk is sweating. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just saw the drip. I saw that drip. Mm-hmm. You know, what I always find interesting about this match is, you know, WWE has their own style. Um, But it's rare now that they do the slow, methodical, like, build-up like they do in this type of match anymore. Yeah. They usually skip a lot of it. This oh yeah, is definitely I mean, like a CM Punkism more than anything. Yeah, I mean this match is certainly like very much a old school style match. A lot of headlocks, a lot of a lot of. Oh, here we go, high flying. Spot barely got it. Ooh, he landed right on his knee. John Cena selling it immediately.
like this is this is the stuff that makes John Cena great to me, right? You know, selling pretty well here, but this the idea to sell really well here, right? Mm. The, the, the instinct to sell this, you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But he, he instinctively went to sell it because the, yeah, the could have moved on. <laughs> the, he could have moved on because the, the idea here, you know, that was, that was obviously a botch, right? They didn't plan on doing that. Um, so he like improvs it and does that. Oh, Jesus Christ, that looked like it hurt. Uh, <laughs> but just the idea of improving that bit because then it's like added pressures. Like, well, now now we know Cena has a bad knee, and mm. also. You know, if he can't go anymore and he has to, like, relinquish the title, does that mean Punk's going to win the title and leave? Right. Oh, the thud, man. The thud. That yeah. hurts. Yeah. Also, like, as we're talking about how old school this match is, they do a freaking... <laughs> <laughs> diving crossbody and a <laughs> suplex to the outside. Cena did put some new age stuff though in his big matches. Like yeah. his really great matches, he often did that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing is that you know he he like I said he fisherman Buster very nice not fisherman Love Buster me fisherman, a nice suplex. fisherman suplex. Uh. Like I said, Cena was never the most technical guy, but he was he was really good. You know, he emulated that that Hogan Rock Stone Cold big big match style. Yeah. He's really good at the these big matches. Incredibly good. And even better when he has a you know, just top tier like wrestler's wrestler in there. Oh yeah. Put him with a good opponent, the Rock, CM Punk. I love when Triple he just trained the order. Does, he does some random moves in here that he never did again. Yeah. AKA this one. <laughs> what is it? What, kind of the Emerald Flosion? Not really? Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> I was like, you never have done this again. Every, every time I watched him do it, I'm like, you know, I like that move. You could have kept doing that move. Wasn't full Emerald Flosion. It was very much more of a power slam, but. Yeah, had the idea. Thought- <laughs> Cena started doing Emerald Flosion the rest of his career. <laughs> well, they're shouting out. They're shouting out to Kenta here because at this point Kenta yeah. doesn't know us, so they're shouting out Noah. Yeah, this is actually the Noah, uh, sh- the Noah respect match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love when fans cheer for bunches. Yeah. Abdominal stretch. Yeah, baby. This is where we get the old school style. I just need him to start hulking up soon. Just just embrace the oldest school style. You ever, you know, I give Cena a lot of credit. This fan did all this in jean shorts. You gotta give it up to my mean man here. You know, with a belt on. Yeah. <laughs> with a leather, yeah, leather strap belt. <laughs> Didn't have to, but did. Made sure of it. Oh, 
the Cena out, outfit is always one of the more unique. He's got so he's got the jean shorts. Yeah, you know I can see underwear. You know, thank God, I guess. Shout uh, out to Under Armour. Under Armour, yep. He has knee pads on under the shorts. He's got the armbands, of course. And then by the end of his career, he had John Cena Kmart sneakers. <laughs> All right, five moves of doom. Is he going to break out the lightning fist? Ooh, ooh. Ugly dump. Does it matter? Now Punk's got a bad knee. Five moves of doom. Almost complete. As well. I like it. I love Cena. I love the shrug. <laughs> he knows. He's just, like... This is such a taunt that he doesn't have to do. I also love that the the counter is just getting kicking then. Yeah, ah, I get amped up every time he does that. Oh, oh, Cena! That's a clean suicide dive. That's cool. That's a bad bump though. Bad neck bump. Cena was literally built out of like, I don't know, (laughs) granite, parts of Naito, granite. (laughs) Look at this neck bump. We see it. We see it from a different angle. Nah, no, we can't. Maybe maybe they'll go to maybe uh maybe they'll show us later. (laughs) Maybe I'll call WWE. Hey, can you add this replay next time? Thanks. Mm You see a guy in the front, third row. There's a guy in a suit, <laughs> tuxedo. It's a professional occasion. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Gotta go for it again. You know you got to. Don't even waste time, Cena. Don't even waste time. Such a silly move. No, he didn't call. (laughs) No, he did not. Just say that his leg gave out because of his knee. That's all you got to do, Cole. Oh, it's such an easy sell. They've been selling the knee the whole thing. I do always like now people say like, Oh, it's cause CM Punk's not, you know, the best athlete, but he does make those little things like where he, you know, that wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. but he gets up so quick that you don't really think about it. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that was great. Yeah. It, it, it flows. Yeah. Oh, oh, got red suplex. This super Cena fan in the front row. That's, all fucking like blown up just like Cena's killing me. <laughs> He's wearing exactly the same outfit. <laughs> it wasn't the sign he was holding Cena meet Cena. 
<laughs> He's cosplaying as Cena. Still selling that knee like you wanted. Oh yeah. Just be it's, it's selling about is all about consistency. Remembering mm-hmm. to go back to spending the time to sell it. Because it always pays off, in my opinion. Oh, oh, oh. that one was snug as a rug. See, this good. I forgot how just beat up Cena gets in this match. Oh, that hurt me. Come on, punk. Come on, punk. Oh, here we go. Oh! Oh, my God. Yeah, he felt that one. That's, uh... Yeah, he's still feeling it. Oh, here's another angle. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yes. That's just good. <laughs> yes. Same, same thing. Same thing. Oh. Oh. STF. Here we go. Locking it in. Cena. This is one of his better ones. <laughs> yeah. One of his better STFs before it fell off for a few years. Though I, mean, I always did find it funny that he made sure to do like that so that his armbands could show. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, that's the thing about Cena. No, bare, poor grip, <laughs> poor grip. His arms are too big, so he can't do a proper grip. That's my argument. He, I mean, he's, he's no Chono, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's no Masahiro Chono. Mr. G. No, no, no. Nor am I. If that helps. <laughs> I wonder what matches took place on this date. You know what I mean? Mm. I wonder if I can look that up. Maybe that'll be our fun, like, game to play when we play, uh, like, the second season of this. Yeah. Do some trivia. <laughs> Just go back. On this day. On this day. <laughs> that's the that's the <laughs> audio cue. On this day, oh, wait, no, I want, I want the date, not Jerry Lawler. I see clearly. Oh, there's a shit ton of matches on this date. It's a Saka Joe Pro Show. All Japan, All Japan Summer Action Night One. Ooh, Dragon Gate Co. Kobe, Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival. Click on that one. Oh, that's the big show. Oh, oh crossbody. Classic. Attitude adjustment. No. CM Punk. GTS. Shout out to Kenta. Here we go. Oh, oh, SCF counter. Yeah, baby. I love Cole going, tap out, you... <laughs> pro, pro WWE Cole. Yeah. 
Good, good heel faces from Punk. Even though he's not the oh, heel, yeah. but just like desperation of like, nah, I'm gonna crawl to it. Do you think they Cena did play heel well when he had to? Yes, he's not really doing it here, right? It's no. like the idea is that he knows that this crowd is against him, and a kind of vice trying it. There we go. I always thought this finish looked great. This submission looked great. I love how amped the crowd is. Yeah. Just, it, it, it enhances the match so much. And, you know, we're still in a period where fans can only clap in Japan. But it goes, It sometimes it goes unappreciated until COVID, obviously, where crowds just enhance the matches so much. Once you experience the no crowds, you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn, Daniel. Ooh, attitude adjustment. That's it. Nah, you kick out on the first one. If Cody Rhodes is talking anything, you kick out of the first finisher. <laughs> it's like, we're going to, we reference Cody Rhodes a lot, I've realized. I mean, he's the new big modern WB star. Frank the Clown. I can't believe Frank the Clown is doing this gimmick 2011. Ah, the We Hate Cena guy. I didn't even notice he was there. That guy was there forever. <laughs> kind of like that guy with the green shirt that used to be in the front row all the time. Yeah, I was trying to see if he was there, but I don't think he's there at this time. I thought I saw the Brock Lenzer guy, but I'm not sure. He is. He's behind the commentary. That's what I thought. Spanish commentary table, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh! Counter powerbomb. Two! Whoa! It's my Booker T impression. Whoa! Whoa! (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! It just feels like you're on pins and needles this whole match. Because you just never knew, right? Like, no. You never knew. Selling that rib injury from the knee earlier on the cross body. Mm-hmm. Appreciated. Mm-hmm. The little things. Walking back up slowly. Here we go. He's going for a dive. Also watching his Shuri tapes. Diving headbutt? No. I forgot that Cena did a dive. I always want to know what made him think of that move. (laughs) There's a certain point in time where uh, he starts realizing that's a bad idea. (laughs) The tailbone injury and all that stuff. I don't think he ever had a tailbone injury, but the idea of just like, yeah, no, maybe I shouldn't do this move anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it definitely didn't feel good. Yeah. Ever. Look good. Look good. Look good every time. Or when he did the uh, springboard stunner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's, now he's thinking. <laughs> he missed so bad one time. Stone Cold was like, can you, can you stop? 
Thanks. <laughs> Quit it, man. <laughs> You're pissing me off. <laughs> Cody does a good one of those. Yeah, he does. Speaking of the rascal. This is what WWE does really well sometimes. Nope. Is this it? No. Two attitude adjustments. Cannot do it. They. You're sure, Scott. They play (laughs) on the. They play on the crowd very well in their big matches. Yeah. When it's right. When it's right. When they have a hot crowd, they play it perfectly. Like. You let everything marinate. This is a very old school thing, obviously, that people talk about. And I don't think you always need to let things marinate, but they have let everything marinate in this match. I also love, instead of sitting there crying, stamping on the floor like a child, mm-hmm. he goes over to Scott Armstrong and be like, mm-hmm. Scott, you sure about that one? Are you sure, man? Please, you can't you know, tell me it's two. You didn't have to <laughs> You didn't have to attack Will Ospreay like that. <laughs> I was thinking more of just just like a modern WWE, like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Oh, that's true too. But I watched Will Ospreay do it the other day in one of the matches he had, and I was like, oh, <laughs> not that it affects me. Yeah. But is he going for the Emerald Flusion from up here? Oh no, he's going. For the- <laughs> you just want the Emerald Flusion. I would love that. We should watch a Masawa match, dude. Oh yeah. Oof. Black Cool Combat Club? Oh, yeah, baby. Cena's dead. Going for a Hurricane Rana? The old school classic? Beautiful. Oh. Cena dazed in the same corner as that table spot was. The simplicity of the of the limp. Punk, you gotta do a better job, man. You can't you can't do that as moves right near the ropes. You know better. Hornswoggle might come out. I just saw the bot when you said that I saw the apron move. I was like, oh god. Oh no. Did I forget something? <laughs> Imagine if Hornswoggle showed up for this match. Just imagine that. An unbelievable turn of rewriting of history. Also, by the way, oh, here we go. It's, uh, maybe this is very timely. <laughs> this is very timely for when we're recording this. The duo is back. The duo is back together, baby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> maybe when this comes out, we know what ever happened to these two. Maybe. All, maybe. Maybe that'll be resolved. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> well, one of them probably we know for a fact. One of them's probably gone. Let's try and do a Chicago screw job. John Cena says no. Lightning fist. 
before the lightning fist was left. Vince McMahon realizing that he put his money on a guy that has too much integrity. Oh, GTS. Bang. On the money. Oh, there it is, folks. <laughs> Vince McMahon's anger and, and shock. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I fucking hate Vince, but he's so good at making those stupid fucking faces. No. Totally agree. <laughs> Perfect. And also seeing him in this reminds me of how horrible he looks now. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment, by the way, this this victory for CM Punk. And you can't tell me not yeah. having the hometown hero win is not a good good booking idea. Oh, it's great. Well, of course, he signed the contract earlier that night. So that's how that works. <laughs> true that's very true otherwise seen as winning if, if Bret Hart signed that contract this Montreal never would have happened <laughs> uh, no yeah I mean yeah obviously that's in the, the backstage stuff but it is also just like the idea of yeah just making a bigger star and doing it in their hometown why not I love Vince here Vince is great this is so good. Okay. If we, if it makes if, so much sense, though. I don't like, know if the audio is picking up. Vince calling for Alberto Del Rio, who won the Money in the Bank uh, contract earlier in the night. Forcing him, I'm guessing, to cash in. Are we, in, are we doing two matches? I like how CM Punk's not even just leaving. He's just like, oh, wait, I might have to defend my title again. Fuck Alberto Del Rio, by the way. Just want to get that out there. Wallops nice. him right in the skull. Immediately. Now nah, nah, Vince just screwed. Vince knowing it. There it is. Famous shot. Here we go. There it is, baby. CM Punk escaping the All-State Arena as the new WWE champion. Not necessarily a Montreal screw job, but definitely a Chicago screw job on Vince. Someone got screwed, oh. and it's the guy in the ring. I just love that they end it with no music because now he doesn't work there anymore, essentially. Yeah. Oh, man. What a time. What a time for me to relive that for the 90th, five, 5th time. 97th, 98th, a lot. Let's just, call it, let's just call it 100. Up next, Money in the Bank 2022 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got out real quick. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Ah, I could have explored the John Cena's 20th anniversary. Damn it. That's that's on me. That's on, that's on me. That's on me. I should have. Well, that 
was uh, Money in the Bank 2011. Great match, right? Just great yeah. match. Very like, old school style. Yeah, I, it's definitely not like it is no work rate match, but it is a very yeah. old school, big match, f- big fight feel. Mm-hmm. Very important for, I mean, the like Michael Cole said, the hottest angle basically going into a WWE show and forever at that mm-hmm. point, it felt like. Just unbelievable. I, I that was fun. I didn't realize how. Like that's the thing. It's like we're talking. It was like a thirty-minute match, you know. And it. Uh, I didn't realize how many headlocks and slowness there was going to be in it. But it mm-hmm. never took me out of the match because the crowd was really the fourth person that helped keep into it. The crowd was basically on their feet the entire match too. Yeah. Um. Which, I mean, how much do you see that now, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, that was fantastic. I mean, or like you know, how much do you see that in WWE? I guess to be specific. Right. No, you make you make a good point. <laughs> see it everywhere else at this point. Uh, yeah, no, just hell of an episode. Hell of an episode, gotta say. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, view, wh- allowing me to view this for the first time <laughs> with you. Yeah, giving me such an honor. Great match. Uh, fantastic work by all and just an all-time an all-time angle for wwe right just an all-time angle an all-timer they'll never they might never do it again so i hope you enjoy it. it's all, I'm, I'm also just thinking about it like the i i'm i'm sort of i'm jokingly saying that like you know the montreal screw job is you know it's not it's not like that it's the chicago screw job where vince gets right. screwed over in that scenario CM Punk would have been Bret Hart, mm. which I just think is a funny like CM Punk playing out a what if. Mm-hmm. Of it's what, almost too perfect. And it's in hindsight, it's fascinating. It's it fascinating. Is. It really is. <laughs> well, this has been Ryan hasn't seen anything. Uh, that was <laughs> Punk versus Cena. Scotty, any final thoughts on the show? Want final thoughts on the match? I mean, I've seen that one so much, so it's very different for me. Like, rewatching Omega Okada was really cool for me because I did forget a lot of stuff for that. I was like, oh, I remember every single part of this. So it's like, I can't give many comments, mm-hmm. um, but it's one of my, it, it, it's not my favorite match of all time in a sense that, like, oh, you know, it's the best wrestling ever I've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. Sure. You know, I have matches that I have that I will put above that. But it, if you're giving me like, what's your childhood favorite match? It's you know, it's that one. It, I I remember all those memories I had watching it the first time, um, whether it was the story building up to it, or just the match itself and what came after. So it's always cool to relive. Yeah, it was fantastic. Great, great stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I I I for a first time watch, very good, very good. Yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for watching. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Knightsey. Follow Scotty at Scotty Wrestling. If you're on Patreon, you pretty much already know us. Like we said, we appreciate it. We'll have another episode some point soon. So get hyped for that. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it here, folks. So we'll see you next time on Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. Goodbye. This has been a Countout Podcast.